But first, our top store is another freight company that is unfortunately closing its doors. This time it's a trucking company out of North Carolina. Clarissa Haas is here to break it down for us. Welcome, Clarissa. Good morning. Thanks for having me on today. Sure thing, Clarissa. And I mean, just jumping into this, what company is it that's calling it quits and how many people are going to be impacted by it? Sure. The company's name is Freightworks Transport, and they're based out of Rutledge, North Carolina. I had to look that up, you know, to find out exactly where that was. Um, but, you know, this is a company that I didn't, I haven't heard a lot of about, you know, and that's usually a good thing for the kind of the stories that I cover. And, and so yesterday through some sources at Freight Waves, um, we obtained this very emotional um, video of the vice president of operations sharing um, the fact that the trucking company wasn't going to be able to make it um, and continue operating and that they were going to deliver their loads and, and, and be done. And do you ever feel, uh, it always feels as though trucking companies, they don't ever give you a heads up. It normally just kind of occurs uh, quite frequently. Uh, you know, for a carrier of that size as well and the impact, were there any warning signs or was it something that, uh, you know, it, they just woke up one week and realized that the balances and ledgers don't add up and then I guess it's time to uh, shut her down? Um, they, you know, in in this video, she mentions that two of their or several of their major contract carriers um, or partners had asked for significant rate reductions um, and that, you know, they thought that they could, um, you know, make it work and that they were trying to to see how they could continue moving on, you know, with the kind of weak freight environment that that their the customers are experiencing. And then they had one major um, contract um, company that pulled a significant amount of their um, their business, meaning that they aren't even going to be able to make payroll or you know keep you know pay for the fuel for the trucks that were on the road. And so um, that's when they made the decision, like to do an orderly wind down. Um, and I, it was sooner than they expected. I, I think the original date was going to be March 10th, um, according to a memo that Freight Waves received um, from a from a source. And um, but that they ended up having to um, start that process a, a few days earlier than expected. And Clarissa, with this organized, you know, turn down here, did they have any plans for their existing loads or? Is there any kind of deal worked out where they can kind of see some of those final um, deals to the end or are those just kind of gone by the wayside? Their plan now, they're not accepting any more freight, but they are um, delivering the remaining freight and they're incentivizing, you know, sometimes when they, you know, drivers hear of a store, you know, a company that's closing its doors, it's like, you know, screw the, you know, the freight I'm, you know, I'm going to do what's best for me, but they're incentivizing these, you know, these drivers that they'll pay them, um, you know, a bonus of $500 if they deliver um, the freight and get a signed bill of lading from the receiver that they, that they have delivered. And then once the company, once Freightworks receives that, they will return, I mean, they will pay them. 
And, and that's that sign of a good, you know, like it's a terrible situation, and, but they're trying to make sure like that they reassure their drivers that they are, are going to be taken care of. And, you know, when you cover like Celadon and Falcon transport and, and cases like that, where drivers are stranded and to see, you know, a case like this, where they are really trying to work with everyone, um, you know, to ensure that, yeah, it sucks, but that, you know, for everyone, but that they are going to try to um, make sure everyone is paid and, and is able to find work um, soon. I think you brought up a great point about uh, one of the uh, catalysts for this was contract negotiations now being under cost and they can't make payroll. Uh, it almost appears like the customer, because of their exposure, put them out of business due to rate. Do you think this is something that uh, we may see more of as many of these uh, Q1 RFPs are being finalized that some carriers, when they find out that the rates are now below sustainable operating costs, that we may see more of an influx or exit? I do. And, you know, I looked at, you know, I go down the rabbit hole on, on these stories, especially when it's companies, you know, that have a solid re reputation. There wasn't anyone that had a bad thing to say other than the fact that, yeah, they were going to be looking for a new job, but, you know, that they had, you know, dedicated, you know, like dedicated fleets for some of their customers, which, you know, you know, like where was, you know, like that only ran for us a, a certain number of, of customers mm -hmm. in, in the refrigerated space. And so, you know, when that happens and then that, you know, that, you know, the money to sustain those trucks is wiped out. Yeah. It's going to be very hard for them to, to, you know, to, it, you know, no, nobody can run without continuing to not make a profit. And I think that's definitely what occurred in this case really something that's going to really be impacting smaller operations, mom and pop type um, operations. Do you see that there's any type of chance that this would impact mid-sized carriers as well? Yes. I, I think, I don't think anybody at this point is, is insulated from what is happening in the freight environment. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of the small carriers that relied on the spot market that are, that have, um, you know, gone away. And now, you know, you think, you know, if you have all these, you know, these contracts and you're kind of insulated from that because you've always, you know, you know, didn't have to rely on, go out on, you know, and find your own loads on, and you had, you know, a, a guaranteed number of loads through this contract. Um, and, and then now that's, you know, as they're renegotiating rates and volumes and everything, um, yeah, I, I think we're going to see more of this happening. And Claire, still got about a minute left. Is there any other things that uh, we should be watching out for coming up or any other things that you're working on? I'm working on uh, several things. I got a lot of things cooking right now. Um, you know, also always on the, you know, somebody sends me a new um, alleged fraud situation to check out. So, um, you know, I'm looking into a case involving um a, a former employee right now on that in in another state so um it's never boring um for the tips that i receive definitely something that we're going to be following up with you clarissa thanks so much for joining us this morning thanks for having me